From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, North Korea says its rocket launch on Sunday was intended to test putting a military satellite into orbit. The presidential office calls on Tokyo to discuss a counterattack on North Korea within the frame of a trilateral security cooperation involving the US. And Argentina beats France on penalties to win the 2022 Qatar World Cup, crowning Lionel Messi with the Golden Ball. This is KBS World Radio News, and I'm Kwon Jang-woo. North Korea has claimed that the medium-range ballistic missile launch it conducted over the weekend was a test to put a military reconnaissance satellite into space. In an apparent bid to back up its claim, it also released two aerial photos of the Seoul metropolitan area. Pejuyeon has more. North Korea said on Monday that it conducted an important final phase test the previous day for the development of a reconnaissance satellite, adding that it will complete the development by early next year. The announcement by the North's official Korean Central News Agency came after the South Korean Joint Chiefs of Staff said it detected the launch of two medium-range ballistic missiles from the Dongcheongni area in North Pyongan province toward the East Sea on Sunday. Unlike the JCSS analysis, however, the KCNA quoted a spokesperson for the North's National Aerospace Development Administration as saying that a vehicle carrying a mock satellite was fired at the loft angle of 500 kilometers from Sohe Satellite Launching Ground in Dongcheongni. Arguing that the Sunday test was conducted and aimed at evaluating the regime's capabilities in satellite imaging, data transmission and ground control system, the North said it will complete preparations for the launch of its first military spy satellite by April. It also released two black and white aerial photos of Seoul and adjacent Incheon in South Korea. The North had also previously claimed that the launches of Hwasong-17 intercontinental ballistic missiles in February and March were tests for the development of a spy satellite. Meanwhile, no mention was made of whether North Korean leader Kim Jong-un was involved in Sunday's launch. Kim was not seen during an event on Saturday marking the 11th anniversary of the death of his father Kim Jong-il at the Kumsusan Palace of the Sun in Pyongyang. Pejuyeon Kibis World, Radio News. The presidential office responded to Tokyo's claim that it will not seek Seoul's approval for a counterattack on North Korea, saying it is among the issues that can be discussed within the frame of trilateral security cooperation involving the U.S. A presidential official relayed the stance at a media briefing on Sunday. The Seoul official said North Korea is posing a threat not only to South Korea, but also to Japan, adding it must be leaving Japan in deep thought on self-defense measures. A Japanese government official was asked at a briefing on Friday whether the Japanese government will consult with the South Korean government in case Japan exercises its counterattack capability against North Korea. The official said it is Japan's self-defense right and Japan will not ask for permission from another country over the matter and will judge by itself. Earlier on Friday, the Japanese government approved three key defense and security documents, including a new national security strategy declaring plans to secure counter-strike capability to better protect itself from threats from neighboring China and North Korea. Argentina won the 2022 Qatar World Cup, beating France on penalties on Sunday. 
and the final held at Lucille Stadium, Argentina defeated the defending champions 4-2 in a penalty shootout after the match, which finished 3-3 at the end of extra time. They lifted the trophy for the first time in 36 years. It is Argentina's third World Cup title, following 1978 and 1986, and the first title for Latin America since Brazil won the South Korea-Japan World Cup in 2002. Lionel Messi led his side's victory by scoring two goals and won the Golden Ball Award given to the best player in the tournament, the same title he won in 2014. France's Kylian Mbappe netted a hat trick and was given the Golden Boot Award for his eight goals over the course of the World Cup. Messi scored seven. A record 172 goals were scored in Qatar. The previous record was 171 goals set in both the 1998 France World Cup and the 2014 Brazil World Cup. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's news center in Seoul, Korea. The government is reportedly considering lifting the COVID-19 indoor mask mandate in two phases. According to multiple quarantine and health authority sources on Sunday, the government is expected to lift mandatory mask wearing in most locations and only recommend their use. But keep the mandate for high-density locations or areas with people in high-risk groups. The dual system could be enforced as early as mid-January, and then the mandate could be lifted completely at a future date. But related decisions would be affected by a number of indices, such as daily cases, hospital bed capacity, and the fatality rate, as they are being used to create a forecast model. The nation's advisory committee on infectious diseases was set to discuss lifting the mandate on Monday afternoon. Based on the discussions, the government is expected to announce the final adjustment on Friday. The government has decided to extend fuel tax cuts, which were set to expire at the end of the year, to next April, but the maximum tax cut for gasoline has been lowered. The government revealed the decision in a plan released on Monday on such taxes and individual consumption tax on passenger vehicles for the first half of 2023. Under the plan, the government will maintain a 37% tax reduction cap on diesel and liquefied petroleum gas, or LPG, which was introduced in July. But the maximum legal cap of fuel tax cuts for gasoline will be lowered from 37% to 25%. The government said it made the decision after taking into consideration that domestic gasoline prices have shown signs of stability compared to diesel prices. Also under the plan, the government will extend a 30% cut in individual consumption tax on passenger vehicles by another six months to next June, as part of efforts to boost consumption. With the 30% cut. Consumption tax levied when purchasing a new passenger car will be slashed from five percent to three and a half percent. South Korea's first lunar orbiter, Tanuri, has successfully completed its first lunar orbit insertion, or LOI, maneuver to enter the moon's orbit. The Korea Aerospace Research Institute and the Science Ministry made the announcement on Monday, with one researcher saying that Tanuri has now become a true lunar orbiter. The LOI is a complex maneuver that involves lowering the speed of the spacecraft while committing it to the gravity of the moon 
in order to achieve a lunar orbit altitude of 100 kilometers. The first round, which occurred on Friday, is regarded to be the most important. There will be four further rounds of LOI maneuvers in the coming days. The next of which is scheduled to be carried out on Wednesday. Whether Tanuri has successfully settled into orbit is expected to be confirmed next Thursday. Once it has successfully entered the moon's orbit, Tanuri will embark on its year-long mission to collect lunar surface data from January. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 7.85 points, or 0.33%, on Monday, closing the day at 2,352.17. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also fell, losing 0.19 points, or 0.03%, to close the day at 717.22. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 2.51 against the dollar. Ending the day at one thousand three hundred and two point nine one. That's the news from KBS World Radio News Centre in Seoul. I'm Kwon Jang-woo.